you're like most agency leaders, most days you just want to know how to bring in new ideal clients, right? Well, I want you to meet Robbie Berthum, co-founder of Bull and Beard, which is actually an agency collective or what he calls an agency-less matchmaking firm based out of North Carolina. Robbie, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thanks for having me, Kelly. So let's start with why did you start Bull and Beard and what was the reason for your recent repositioning as this uh, agency collective, as you call it? Yeah, certainly. So we started uh, about five and a half years ago. And uh, before that, I had a 10-year history running an agency, leadership positions at agencies, and uh, really felt there was this need for sort of a real estate agent that knows the neighborhoods and knows the schools and can kind of navigate down the path and uh, and connect brands with the right resources and the right agency partners. And uh, kind of realized this in an agency environment, an agency setting, and that's when my business partner and I kind of looked at each other and said, you know, I think we have a, a business model here where we can be a little bit different from traditional agency search consultants in that, you know, we're not going to necessarily lead the whole dog and pony and bring on 10 agencies or 12 agencies for a, a review and a, a pitch and kind of go about it that way. But we're actually going to leverage real relationships and uh, and real vetting that goes into uh, those relationships and make one to one matches. And so our model is always been very different in that we learn as much as we can about, you know, what the brand, what the marketer is, is looking for. So deep and discovery. Uh, deep discovery with yep. a lot of experience and, you know, dirt under our, our fingers, having, you know, kind of been there, done that in the agency world ourselves. And then educate them as far as, you know, okay, you're you're asking for something, but your budget is maybe not aligned with what you're asking for. This is the type I'm of sure service you're going to be able happens. to. never happens. Never happens at all. That's a frequent, frequent discussion, <laughs> trying to get budget level set. But basically qualifying the opportunity and, and uh, learning more about the opportunity. And then uh, uh, looking through our database of, of agencies that, uh, you know, we've done an agency review with, which is our way of, of vetting and uh, determining who is the best fit. So we basically do a short list ourselves and, uh, and then decide where do we wanna make a one-to-one -one match and uh, an introduction, set up a call. But we don't stop at, at that point. You know, We don't just make an introduction, we actually kind of facilitate the whole process. Uh, we're on the calls, we're you know, understanding kind of both sides. And uh, you know, after that first call, we're talking to the agency, we're talking to the brand, we're getting both of their honest feedback and i think they're really honest with us because we're you know a third party that uh you know they don't feel like they're insulting the agency or something like that so they could be really candid and open and say hey this is what's going on and here's here's what we're looking for and uh and then we just facilitate the process uh, all the way through to a contract or completion and um, our model is a bit different in that uh, we don't charge a fee or a, a commission uh, to the brands and there's no obligation on the the brand side either and so it's it's free for them to work with us uh, procurement and, and the you know, buyers don't need to add us to their system there's no contracts to be signed it's very easy to work with us on the, on the brand side agencies pay us a commission for a, a two-year period it, it staggers down after the the first year and uh, and then pay it as a, a business development sales commission basically uh, for that and, and repeat business and yeah. so um, so that's kind of morphed. And then the collective question is, you know, we were re referring to ourselves as agency matchmakers and really uh, uh, kind of placing our flag in the sand in terms of, hey, we're, we're matchmakers. This is what we do. And I think the, the term matchmaker can be sometimes confusing in that context. Um, and I probably there's lots of, lots of horns honking outside. But, uh, okay. uh, you know, on the matchmaking side, we did some research and uh, a little bit of focus groups and 
uh, determined that the, the concept of an agency collective just resonated a lot more with with brands and with marketers in particular, as well as agencies. And they really understood better what it is that we do. Collective as a term is being used more and more oftentimes for we have a collective of freelancers or that sort of thing. Our model is more we're an agency of agencies. You know, we're essentially an interface into uh, hundreds of, of vetted uh, and vouched for agencies and uh, and that's where we embrace the the collective as- aspect. And I think that the next evolution of the collective is uh, we also have a community for agency owners. We're working on a, a directory platform for uh, for agencies that uh, is you know really editorialized listings. And so um, I think the collective will become sort of a membership model uh, with agencies that want to work with us. And so then they can be in the community. They can be connected to opportunities that uh, that we have as well as in the directory getting exposure on, on that level. So kind of a, a trifecta of uh, value on that, on that side. So let's, uh, let's dive into the, the business model itself a little bit, because I love how unique it is, how out of the box it is. And you touched upon already, you know, that you have these various offerings for the agencies. Can you kind of dive into that a little bit more and like what the, the audit looks like and, and even, you know, even to the point of like how you determine which is going to be the best agency for, you know, the fit? Yeah, certainly. I mean, so really from a, from a vetting perspective, we typically start with an agency review and uh, and that's you know the essentially a one hour deep dive discovery call. We have an interview, a questionnaire that we've refined over the years and gotten better at asking the right questions, but really learning about uh, the agency's you know positioning, their their vision, their values, uh, of course, category experience and capabilities, their weaknesses, um, really going from the inside out to learn as much as we can to, to kind of paint that picture for us uh, from a matchmaking perspective. We have a higher level called an agency evaluation, and uh, with the agency evaluation, we actually do a little bit more vetting uh, when it comes to doing a SWOT analysis, a competitive analysis, um, some more pieces to that puzzle to, to give us a, a fuller picture. And really, the more vetted the agency is, uh, the higher they, they essentially rank in our database and our system, and, and we go towards you know trust. We gravitate towards trust, and that's what builds that, that trust is the vetting process. Um, and so when we're doing a search, when we have a, you know, something come in and, and, and for instance, there's a, a PR search, they, they want a, a PR agency for a, a specific project in mind, you know, we're going to look at the, the variables in the project and, and those components, but then we're going to look at a lot of different factors. And, and some of those factors are uh, certainly capability, certainly category experience, but also things like their, their character, their culture, um, uh, their communication, uh, uh different factors like that that really just give us a, a better sense for uh, are they going to have chemistry when it comes to the, the relationship with the brand. And um, a lot of times, you know, I think it really, the, the center of it is capability and category, but the if factor is, is just their communication capability, their ability to sell themselves, to talk, to explain, to articulate, make them feel comfortable, that sort of thing. And so um, even though we have the vetting, we also have, you know, I think the more matches that we make with agencies to brands, we become more and more comfortable with those agencies because we see how they run their sales process. We see what kind of materials they put in front of the agency and, uh, and get a good comfort level that they're going to be able to come in and, and really make a strong impression. And there are other agencies where, you know, on paper, everything looks great and I'll make an introduction and then get on a call and it's like, oh my gosh, like how, do, how is it, you know, how is this happening? And uh, and then I have to be careful to consider, okay, well, next time around, you know, are they going to be the best match? Because it's not just the the best agency for the the project. 
uh, or for the retainer, the opportunity, it's, it's the agency that can sell themselves. It's right. the agency that can get on the call and actually, you know, make it, uh, make it, a, make a sale and grow the relationship. You know, the other side of it is we have a, a two year commission structure. Right. And, and so we're looking at agencies that can come in, you know, maybe with a project opportunity and turn that thing into a retainer and, and grow incrementally. And we'll support them in that as, as part of our role, but that's definitely important to us as yeah. well. So a couple of things that you noted there, I, it sounds like your vetting process and your evaluation and assessment of an agency is pretty holistic. I mean, it's not just the service offerings and maybe who is in their client roster, but it really comes down to, you know, can they develop rapport with the client? Um, Are they going to be that good personality match? Um, Are they really aggressive when they sell or do they take a a softer, more consultative approach? So I I love the fact that you're not just looking at it as, hey, this agency does X, so they would be a good fit. I think that's really important. And it's it's something that I think probably sets you apart from other, um, you know, there aren't that many other agency collectives, but there are certainly people who refer agencies to clients a lot. And yep. I think that makes, that is the if factor, like you called it. Um, and I think that's incredible. And so. Yeah, and I think and part of it is, is, you know, is I think there's this uh, intuitive ability that we've developed and honed not only over the last five and a half years, but just in the, the you know the agency world in general, where you get this level of gut instinct around uh, relationships and around what kind of people are going to mesh with other kind of people, and so it, it comes into play even when it when it's you know I'm working with a, a Fortune 250, for example. Uh, I'm looking at, okay, the marketing director, you know, what is their age? What, what are they about? What's their personality? Who's, who's the decision maker on top of them? That's mm-hmm. you know, maybe the VP of marketing and, and really trying to determine what's going to be a good fit from a personality level because, you know, the capability and category experience is, is not that hard to find, but chemistry is hard to find. And so, you know, finding the right kind of dynamic for the marketing director sometimes might even be different. It might be a situation where the marketing director likes, one choice and the, the VP of marketing likes another choice, maybe a more conservative choice that makes them feel uh, a little safer, you know, because risk is a big thing and, and B2B decision making and, and, you know, the Fortune 250 level, especially risk is a big factor. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a, a big part of it is the profiles and the, the vetting that we do, but there's also this level of intuition where we have to kind of trust our guts and say, you know, that's somebody that I'd work with. And, and that's somebody that, you know, these personalities are going to gonna gel well together because, you know, I think at the end of the day, people want to work with people they, they like, they enjoy yeah. working with it, that shares their values, their and sense of a humor. Really intimate What's relationship, right? you know, so they have it to is. enjoy like working together. Right. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, so if agency leaders who are watching and listening, um, they're interested in, you know, being a a part of your stable or getting involved in some way, maybe going through that audit process, where do they start first? Yeah, I'd say, I mean, we have, uh, so the agency stable is our private community on, uh, on Facebook. It's a private group and we've got a a few hundred agency owners. It's primarily agency owners. There's some coaches and consultants that, I think really contribute to the conversation, but that's a great first step. There's no cost. It's free. Um, you can find the link by going to our website, bullandbeard.com, scrolling down, and there's three communities that we run, the Founder Salon, the CMO Rodeo, and the Agency Stable. And so the Agency Stable, click that button. There's a little application just to make sure you're an agency owner, get your URL, that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and then um, join that community. And there's a, a great, you know, vibrant community there. So I say that's step number one. And then 
Step number two, I think, is really, you know, looking at our website and looking at, you know, what we're doing and what we're about. And I think deciding, hey, is it worth it to, uh, you know, to be a part of the, the collective, the the entry fee or, or you know, the, the cost essentially is the agency review is the vetting. We charge 250, which is a one time fee for the the vetting process, the initial vetting process. And that's it. It's not a recurring fee. I mean, once you're in, you're in. Mm -hmm. Uh, and that's kind of your ticket to the rodeo. And uh, that allows us to do that one hour deep dive discovery call, schedule that agency review. And uh, and then the next step I, I mentioned is, you know, something that we're working on uh, now, which is called Agency Match, which is going to be an editorialized directory of agencies in our collective, but written from our perspective, kind of an Ebert and Roper style directory mm -hmm. uh, where it's this third party point of view. And that will be another, you know, kind of way to get involved. We'll have a probably a listing population to, to write the editorialized listing, a small fee to do that and a monthly listing fee. But that'll be a way for us to essentially reveal our black book to brands that want to kind of choose their own adventure and, uh, you know, look at agencies that are in our collective and maybe not necessarily use us as, as real estate agents. So kind of like a real estate agent or broker might have a website with listings, the same concept here where we have our listings and then you can work with us if you actually want uh, more of the handholding and, and support from our side. So how does that work from the directory standpoint then if it is sort of like more of a DIY model for the brands or for the clients? Um, are they getting access to this private listing so you know that they found that that particular agency or a couple of agencies through that or is it just sort of uh, the honor system or how does that work from your standpoint? Yeah, so basically the directory is a bit different in that, you know, we're not going to have a commission structure in place. And so agencies will pay the, the listing fee and, and the setup fee to, to get their listing started. And that'll help, I think, also with agencies struggle oftentimes with their own positioning and their own elevator pitch, essentially. And so, you know, part of the listing will be that will be their positioning statement, elevator pitch, and then things like category experience, clients and character, all that good stuff. Um, in terms of our, you know, our review, our profile on the agency, and every agency has to go through the agency review vetting process and then be approved to to join the the directory. And so there's definitely some uh, some uh, some barriers to entry to make sure that it's it's very high quality. Mm -hmm. From then on, for brands, uh, it's it's literally a matter of browsing agencies by category, by uh, capability, that sort of thing, and, and finding agencies that they want to talk with. We'll probably have a, a, a mechanism where you know they can input uh, RFP style budget scope stuff like that, and then we could step in and help with the search, and then that's when a, a commission would apply. Okay. Uh, but if they're just navigating the listings on their own and want to reach out to the agency on the own they're going to be able to do that and that'll be the the benefit of having a, a listing and then paying that listing fee for the the directory members right okay um so as we start to wrap up uh i did want to ask you about something uh, i read an article recently that sort of said uh that it was positioned in a way that uh bull and beard is essentially you're the bull and Jason's the beard. <laughs> I have to ask you, where did that come from? And like, how true is that? Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty true. I mean, we, it, it's interesting because, uh, we came up with the name. I actually came up with the name before, uh, meeting Jason. I, I was down in Tampa with some agency buddies and we were having drinks and just talking about agency names and, what we wanted to do and what the next chapter is and came up with this name together. And, and I said, Hey, I, I want that. I'm taking it guys. And they said, okay, you got it. Cheers. And, and it was bull and beard. And, and the idea was, 
at the time, this kind of, you know, play off a last name and last name, you know, a lot of agencies, the way that they do it, it's alliterative, it, it's easy to spell, it's, you know, alphabetically correct, all that good stuff. Right. And that was it. We, we, we went running with it and developed out the first site. And then we launched the, the business, Jason and I partnered up. And um, basically, we went to our first meeting at an agency to, to you know, conduct a review to, to learn more about them. And you know, their first, their first comment was, okay, so who's, who's the bull, who's the beard. <laughs> and we're just, we're just looking at each other like, okay, I guess we're, you know, archetypes for the brand. Like we're going to play this role, but, um, definitely I would be the bull in the, in the China shop, uh, kind of, you know, charging and, and, uh, getting things done and, and just, uh, maybe sometimes a little too brash, but, um, more, more out there. And then Jason is, uh, is the beard is, is just kind of, you know, reflecting and, is this a wise move? Is this a good decision? And, you know, likes to think about things and ponder. And so we have a good balance, I think, as far as our, our business goes and our partnership goes, because, uh, you know, we, we're coming at it from two very different perspectives. And the other thing is, you know, I'm a, I'm a millennial. I'm uh, younger than he is. He's, I think, Gen X, borderline baby. No, he's late Gen X. But um, it's enough to, you know, kind of give us two different perspectives when yeah. we're looking at agencies or looking at brands or looking at projects. Uh, you know, oftentimes we'll both kind of see it from two ends and uh, and meet in the middle uh, because, uh, you know, we, we tend to see things in common. But um, but but, you know, I think catch things from a different perspective. You know, I'll be the, I'll be the first person maybe to be like, oh, I don't know about these guys. Like, I'm very skeptical. And he'll be like, well, let's just give them time. Let's give them time. <laughs> that kind of thing. So definitely yeah. a, a different relationship. Yeah. And in a, a business partnership, whether it's an agency collective or an agency, that dichotomy and having that balance is so important so that you have somebody who's a little yeah. bit more gung ho and a little bit someone who is more conservative. So I would imagine that that dichotomy it's actually works really well for you. If it was bull and bull, this would be crazy. Yeah, it, it wouldn't be work. Yeah, it just it wouldn't work out. I mean, there's no way. And, and then, you know, he's a lot more just stable and and quiet and uh supportive and just things that i'm not and, and that certainly certainly helps from a business perspective uh balance each other out and, and i think uh you know ultimately make better decisions and and more balanced decisions for sure that's what it's all about um so i will post uh links to the specific service offerings and and different things that you have for agencies in the show notes and just want to thank you so much for coming on the show today this has been great yeah my pleasure thanks for having me this episode has been brought to you by Workamajig, the number one creative agency management software. Show notes at thrive.workamajig.com. Find out how your creative agency can become more productive and more profitable. Schedule your demo at thrive.workamajig.com.